This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Youthful Energy, providing you with a unique energy support of pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause. Age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Our designation for emails is questions at drhoffman.net, and we're answering your questions. Just a reminder, we talk a lot about supplements here on uh, this program, and uh, you can check out our thoroughly vetted, curated supplements in my full script dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock well, the highest quality supplements there. Absolutely. And uh, they are quality controlled, mm-hmm. and you get uh, great fast free shipping, and uh, you won't have to worry about adulterated or expired products. So, drhoppinstore.com for your supplement needs. And while we're at, at it about supplements, mm-hmm. uh, we have a campaign that we're running. It's our SOS campaign, Save Our Supplements, because Congress, uh, once it's done doing all the damage that it does during its ordinary sessions, uh-huh. eventually uh, will have supplements in its crosshairs, and we need to push back on uh, overzealous regulation of supplements that still is on the agenda of some politicians. So go to dearhoffman.com slash A&H. A&H stands for the Alliance for Natural Health, of which I'm president currently, uh, to learn how you can take action and you can donate and for a limited time, I'll be matching all donations up to a total of five thousand dollars. So it's you know, really if you're if you benefited from supplements, if you're a believer in free access to supplements. Oh, for example, uh, NMN. You know, we talked about it last week. They, yes. they, they want to take that off the market. Uh, they also want to take off. Uh, you know, they are, they have other supplements in the crosshairs that they want to take off the market. Well, for they wanted to take NAC, N-acetylcysteine, <laughs> off the market. Mm-hmm. So so far, we pu- we push back against that. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. And our voices are being heard. Yes. You know, when, when you sign the petition, when you speak up, make your voice heard, it does make a difference. We are not powerless. Yeah, you know, there, there are Congress people who say, you know, it's not worth it. I don't want to lose, like, you know, even like 25,000 votes. You know, it could mean the difference in a close election. You Absolutely. know, if they are on record as... Yeah. Uh, uh, Forcing people to relinquish their supplements, so they're mm-hmm. going to. I'm not going. That's not a hill to die on, for me, right? Personally, so let's uh, keep access to supplements. Yeah. Okay, we've got a question from Brett. In terms of laboratory testing for cardiovascular risk, how do apolipoprotein B and lipoprotein little a testing compare to each other in regards to assessing risk? What is your preference? in the evaluation of your patients? Well, it's like kind of, kind of a question like, do I like vanilla or chocolate mm. better? You know, and they're both They're good. both great. Yeah. <laughs> a scoop of each, please. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, the most popular flavor on the planet is, is vanilla. vanilla. I know. Yeah. And I'm a kind not of a, chocolate. I'm kind of a vanilla I, guy. I like vanilla I'm myself. Kind of vanilla. Yeah. A good More vanilla, than chocolate. A good vanilla. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, we digress. Because we're, we're, we're not... Because we're about to talk about cardiovascular risk. <laughs> right. So, but uh, these are two measures that I think have yeah. a great deal of importance because we tend to fixate on cholesterol. And the fact of the matter is that a very high percentage of people get heart attacks with low cholesterol, and a very high percentage of people uh, who have very high cholesterol never get heart disease. Yeah. Uh, the tendency is that sometimes cholesterol is significant, but in and of itself, it doesn't help its whole story. So we yeah. break it down, you know, HDL and LDL, and even with an LDL, there's small and large LDL. But a marker that has really uh, gained a lot of traction lately is something called ApoB, yes. or apolipoprotein B100, it's mm -hmm. sometimes referred to, but ApoB for short. And ApoB is strongly correlated with cardiovascular risk. Uh, it does, to some extent, parallel cholesterol, mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes there's a little disparity. So generally people who have high LDL have high ApoB, okay. but not always. And so ApoB is useful as a target for prognosticating. The only problem is that there are a lot of factors that go into the heart disease equation, such as are you very physically active? Are you lean? Are you non-diabetic? Do you have inflammation, which yeah. is reflected by the HSCRP test? <laughs> and it's the, and do you have genetic markers yeah. that maybe we haven't even discovered yet? Certain we know about, certain we don't. Uh, there are uh, what are called uh, uh, genetic, uh, well, rather than using a technical term, they're just a combination of genes that are highly associated with cardiovascular risk. They have to do with blood pressure, they have to do with uh, coagulation, they mm -hmm. have to do with inflammation, they have to do with lipids. Mm -hmm. And generally these genetic markers are predictive of cardiovascular risk. So, uh, but ApoB is a marker that may stand alone as a pretty good marker for cardiovascular risk. And it also is a bit of a discriminator as to you know who needs to lower their, their ApoB and statins do lower ApoB. Mm -hmm. There's no question that statins lower ApoB. But also, uh, PCSK9 drugs really lower ApoB. Ah. They can dramatically lower it. Okay. So these are the newer drugs that are injectable. They actually just came out with an oral PCSK9. Okay. So, all right, so then there's LPA. And LPA is, unlike ApoB, ApoB is a bit of merit system. There is a hereditary component, but you can lower your ApoB with lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, LPA, not so much. Although you yes. pointed out, uh -huh. you pointed out that paradoxically, a diet that's higher in saturated fat and lower in carbs can will help with apo. Can help a. with apoB a little bit. Can help with lipoprotein little a. But then the question is, will that you know possibly have a, a knock-on effect on the other bad risk factors that negate the benefits to the LPA? Maybe, maybe not. It depends on the individual. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. um, so. LPA uh, cannot be lowered with statins. In fact, statins slightly raise LPA. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out... Well, that's troubling. That's troubling. It is. But, but um, PCSK9 drugs lower uh, LPA. And they're actually coming up with new what are called anti-sense drugs for people with high LPA. 
And LPA is hereditary, so often you'll see a family yes. where like, oh my God, you know, all the males in my family, uh, you know, had heart attacks by the time they were 50. Or, or they've got a calcium score of 1400 and they're only 40 years old. Yeah, and they don't have such high cholesterol. Yeah. And, you know, or something, and that it's could the be LP little a. LPA. Um, so, so there's, are there natural ways to lower it? Stearic acid, which is a saturated fat, which a high saturated fat diet, yeah, but also vitamin C, also L-carnitine, but not, not to a great extent. I think niacin too. I think. Really? I think. Huh. I think, if I'm not mistaken. But okay. it's it's one of those fixed things. This is look. Generally, this is what doctors do. They doctors who test for LPA, which are the minority of doctors. I often have had to ask for it. Right. They will. If somebody has a very high LPA. Mm -hmm they'll argue for more aggressive cardiovascular protection, even the use of a statin. Despite the fact that the yeah. statin will raise the LPA, it will lower the overall risk. Yes. So they say. So they say. Okay. Um, but so, you know, it's, it's not the crack of doom, but it is a powerful risk factor. But it has to be taken in context of all the, all the other risk factors. Yeah. Which is the greater risk factor then? Oh, and by the way, let's, let's yeah. not forget. Mm -hmm. This is very important. And we, we talk about this all the time, but we forget to talk about the effects of heavy metals. Lead, cadmium yeah. in particular. Though The presence of those is associated with cardiovascular risk. Also, the presence of exposure to air pollution is yes. a cardiovascular risk. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, because there's a lot that goes into that. Mm -hmm. And we tend to just dumb it down to just... Get your cholesterol down. So if you had to answer it this way, Dr. Hoffman, which do you prefer in terms of assessing cardiovascular risk, apolipoprotein B or lipoprotein little a? I cannot say. It's six of, it, it's not like it's six I, of one, half dozen of the other. They're, they, it's good to know both. Yes. Right. I think it, I think it, you get an incomplete picture without. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know that the, that was the question: Is can yeah. you narrow it down? Yeah. But uh, Brett, they both both those tests should be run. Yes. Right. But yeah. you know, here's the thing: um, LPA. You know, you don't need to do it every time. Right. Because it's your LPA is going to be your LPA unless you do some very specific treatment mm -hmm. for it. Uh, Apo B can fluctuate with your lifestyle changes and with the medications you take. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. I mean, actually, red yeast rice is a natural thing to lower ApoB. Probably mm -hmm. bergamot can lower ApoB a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. Brett, thank you for that question. Good point. With the pause because we want to allow our sponsors an opportunity to strut their stuff. So listen up. Here goes. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript 
also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. Uh, they are what is the uh, drive behind the underwriting of intelligent medicine. And we'd love it if you would support our sponsors with your patronage. So back to questions. Speaking of, of full script and sponsors, this is from Anna. Hi, I'm a devotee of sulforaphane. Okay. I always keep an extra month for emergencies, but sadly the sulforaphane has been out of stock for quite some time on full yeah, that's, script. Yeah, that's one that I private labeled. Yeah. But there is something called um, Brocomax. Brocomax. There's also Brocoprotect. Okay. Also from Designs for Which Health. Which doesn't have the name sulforaphane. Right, but, yeah. right. So, Anna, both of those are available mm -hmm. at full script. If you go to drhoffman.com, click on the store. You can also search for an ingredient. You can look for the ingredient sulforaphane, sulforaphane. and it will list all the products that have yes. sulforaphane. Yes. Now, some of the products have a combination of sulforaphane and other things. If you want just pure sulforaphane, just select a product that mm -hmm. is only sulforaphane. Yeah, yeah. So there you go, Anna. So what is what is sulforaphane? Why why are we so hot on sulforaphane? Uh, the the anti cancer potential of sulforaphanes and things like it's a detoxifier. It works on yes. detoxification. Also yeah. interesting, there's there is a study on sulforaphane and autism. So it seems to have a brain effect mm. potentially, um, a neuroprotective effect. Yeah. So what what is sulforaphane? It's a compound that is from. Uh, mostly found in broccoli. There was yeah. actually uh, a guy named Paul Talalay at Johns Hopkins who developed a strain of broccoli sprouts, mm -hmm. which were high sulforaphane broccoli sprouts. And they actually became the, uh, the, the supplement that was developed. It's called Brocomax. Yeah. But you can buy uh, the high sulforaphane uh, broccoli sprouts at certain health food stores and uh, chains, you can yeah. get them. So say you're dealing with cancer or something like that, you may want to take it in its natural form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And eat some broccoli too mm -hmm. while we're at it, along with some curcumin, some turmeric. Absolutely. So Anna, you will still find it there on full script, the different... Yeah. And uh, you know, forms for sulforaphane. You could that happens on full script sometimes. They run out of one product, but mm -hmm. it's generally uh, if you do a search, there's a search feature there on the active ingredient. The names may change. Yeah. But the usually there's an alternative product. Exactly. And and there will be plenty there at the store. Okay. We've got a question from Su Suzanne. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. My 11-year-old nephew is currently undergoing chemotherapy for alveola rathomeyer sarcoma. That is a really unusual malignancy, Yeah. especially in an 11-year-old. Can you suggest any supplements to complement his treatment? So the answer is, I can't because it requires kind of a, really a sit down to go over what his treatment is. Yeah. 
to see and because the chemotherapy to see the compatibilities. Will yes, because there are actually supplements that can interfere with chemo. Mm -hmm. There are supplements that can augment the benefits of chemo, mm -hmm. and there are supplements that are neutral, doesn't matter, and they're good for the immune system, which you want to support. Yeah. So uh, an example of which, and we just talked about this, is something called Metatrol, which is um, it's a um, I talked to Dr. Mary Hardy on my radio program about it, and I'll bring her back on a long-form podcast because I need to talk to her for about 45 minutes or an hour about this. Is She's really interesting because she was actually head of integrative medicine at Cedars-Sinai Hospital, mm -hmm. and she works in the department of, get this, integrative oncology at UCLA. Oh, my. So she's a Southern California gal who is really well-credentialed and, you know, clearly science-based, and she has embraced, essentially, what this is, is fermented wheat germ extract. Now, mm -hmm. the, the history behind this is that there was a product called Ave, which was used, very popular in the 80s and 90s, uh, developed in Italy, that uh, was pitched towards cancer patients, uh, like Ave Maria. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. and uh, it was a fermented wheat germ extract. So. Uh, the concern is, and by the way, if you, I don't know if you're old enough to remember, but Adele Davis was all about wheat germ. Yeah. I mean, you'd go to the health food store and you'd get your wheat germ. Yes. And you'd get your, Those you know, your, get. your rolled oats and, you know, all that Put stuff. Put your wheat germ on it. Right. And your, um, your liver extract uh -huh. and your yeast uh -huh. extract. Your, your desiccated liver and, yeah. Brewer's yeast yeah. in the day, you know, in the, that was sort of very 1970s. Yeah. Uh, wheat germ was big, but now it's like the cross to the vampire because it's like wheat germ. Yeah. I mean, it's got gluten. It's got it's wheat. It's gluten. Yeah. Oh, no. So, okay. So now this company has formulated the fermented wheat germ extract to extract the wheat protein that causes allergies and to extract the gluten. So ah. it's, it's actually free of those with the benefits of it. Okay. We're talking yeah. cancer here. The reason that I, I bring it up is because... You know, I asked her, if she does oncology at a, at a major hospital in Southern California. Actually, Cedars-Sinai is like the premier hospital mm -hmm. to the stars yeah. in Los Angeles. Um, that's where, you know, you, that's where they die. That's where they, you know, give birth. That's where they get treated for cancer. Mm -hmm. And it's a top place. So, uh, you know, I asked her, is it compatible with chemo? And she said it's compatible with virtually all chemo and immunotherapy. Wow. So there's... So that's an example Ave. of something which can... So another thing that is probably pretty compatible is something like Empower, which is the... Yes, um, mushroom. The mushroom extract. Many of those things are compatible because all they do is they support the immune system, which is great yeah. when you're taking an immunosuppressive cancer treatment. Uh, although, you know, there's new forms of immunotherapy. I think we have to study how those uh, mushrooms and things interact with immunotherapy. That's True. a new category. But chemo, right. yes. Radiation, yes. Then you get, like, things that maybe antioxidants. Yeah. Okay? Antioxidants may counteract the effects of some radiation. and may counteract the effects of some uh, chemos. But also they may protect the cells from the damage that these mm. things cause. So you got to be a little True. selective about that. Then there are things like, there are drugs like methotrexate, where too much folic acid will neutralize the efficacy of, of uh, methotrexate. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Wow. And that's why actually rheumatoid arthritis patients and autoimmune patients who take methotrexate, they get a little bit of folic acid. Otherwise, they would become folic acid, folate deficient. I see. So I see. 
Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, so so you gotta kind of play it a little mm-hmm. safe. So I, I wish I could say, you know, something for this splendid child, you know, who has very challenging cancer. Like I would make yeah. a recommendation, but you know, I, I can't really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't make a complete recommendation. But you know, there are some things that you might take that are kind of neutral to the whatever form of treatment you're getting. Mm-hmm. And I guess Metatrol could be under that category. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. But Suzanne. I said another, another thing, yeah. like NT factor, you know, because mm-hmm. it supports the mitochondria. Um, that probably isn't going to be harmful. And a lot of cancer patients are very fatigued, and so NT factor would have a good sure. role to play there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Suzanne, best of luck to your nephew. Mm-hmm. Wow. Children are resilient. May yep. he be. Yeah. That's uh, that's really something to have to deal with. That's a form of lung cancer, alveolar, sarcoma. Yeah. It's, a, it's an oddball kind of lung malignancy. Hmm. Okay. Oh, speaking back, uh, back again to supplements, Danny is asking or saying they are pricey. <laughs> Will they become unaffordable? Well... I think that they are subject to all the constraints that everything is subject to, which is supply chain and the global inflation. Sure. So generally, we do see an uptick in prices. Yeah. And the other thing that I think supplement companies have to contend with is more regulation is going to make everything more expensive. The more regulation, the more they'll have to hire lawyers and fixers and administrators uh, to deal with the regulatory burden. Yes. uh, Which... You know, you it's the killer of all enterprise. It, it is too it, much regulation. It, it is. It is. But you know, there's a rationale for it because it's a true, safety true. thing. Sure, uh, sure. You know, and I and I see that. But uh, but you know, overzealous regulation tends to cause, and we're seeing this in a lot of industry, is that it causes consolidation. Only the biggest big companies can uh, deal with the regulatory burden. And we see in medicine, you know, the solo practitioner is the dodo bird of medicine because, you know, with all the different things, compliance and EMRs and things like that, you, you know, you, you, as a solo physician, it's harder to do that. So you end up working for a, uh, an HMO or a hospital Mm -hmm. where they, it's handled, you know, so that you can just do the business of being a doctor. And, you know, I think that happens, that may be an issue in the supplement uh, realm too, mm-hmm. is that, uh, you know, are they going for windfall profits? Um, I think their margins are rather, rather slim. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. certainly in business to, you know, like everybody to make a living. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I but think- they're not charging, they're not upcharging 3,000% where a pharmaceutical company could do that, where then yeah, people are yeah. left to go to Canada yeah. so, so, to get reduced prices right. so it's like, on their meds. It's A lot of that's R&D, research and development. Yeah, so if they come up with yeah. something that they can make that costs 10 cents a pill, they can charge you know, uh, $60 a pill because mm-hmm. they put a lot of R&D into it. But still, their margins can be enormous. Sure. Uh, with, with supplements, you're dealing with actually commodities. These are things that are, they're ingredients. They're you ingredients, have to they're found search in nature. worldwide. Right. And, you know, I think also because supplement companies having to be more careful now because, you know, they used to be like, oh, I'll get something from India, I'll get something from China. Now they have to be really careful because 
there's now more awareness of adulteration, toxicity, yeah. counterfeit stuff. So they really have to, I, you know, I talk to people in the supplement industry, like for one, uh, here's an example, Ache Action, which yes. is a great product. It has uh, Boswellin and, and willow bark. white willow bark and ginger. Yes. And it, uh, we couldn't get it for a while. Like what was happening? They said, we can't get ginger. Huh? We, our, our, the, the supplier of ginger, it wasn't up to snuff. Uh, there was some trace of toxicity or something, or sure. wasn't like Maybe it didn't assay out well. properly. And they were searching high and low. We got to find ginger. We got to find ginger. They couldn't find ginger for a while. And um, it, you know, another example is the Ukraine effect. Uh, Ukraine is the uh, source of a lot of uh, the Grains. world's leading source of sunflower. Okay, sunflower. So, say you want a uh, lecithin that's a non-soy lecithin. Yes, or you, you want, want a any, sunflower lecithin. You, sunflower lecithin. Mm-hmm. Or you want sunflower, you know, whatever. You know, like uh, your vitamin E, say, or yeah. something like that. Uh, and it comes from sunflowers where there now is a worldwide shortage of sunflower. Mm. Because, you know... Well, we're going to grow... We're growing some in our yard, but, you know... We're not going to extract the lesson and, <laughs> and do all that. <laughs> They're pretty. They are pretty. Yeah. 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 So, Danny, there you go. All right. All right. So, so. Uh, that's all we have in the tank for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, just a reminder, uh, we have a free article we'd like you to take a look at. It's my special report, Immunity Reset. If you haven't yet looked at it, it's a personalized plan to pandemic-proof your body and build resilience for a long, healthy life because we need an all-of-the-above approach when uh, vaccines uh, wane in their efficacy and medications uh, prove to be leaky in terms of their uh, ability to tamp down viral illnesses. Uh, You may want to go back to the old principle of supporting your terrain. Yes. So just go to drhoffman.com, click on the Read drop-down menu, then click Immunity Reset. And there's a fantastic article on that uh, should be a resource to everyone on um, building your resilience in the, face of, to do. in the face of infectious disease threats. Yes. All right. Uh, that's all that we have. So thank you very much. Thank you, Layla. Thanks, Dr. Hoffman. Thank you, everybody. Keep those questions coming. We appreciate it. Questions at drhoffman.net is the destination for questions. So if you want to call the radio program on Saturdays, 877-726-8255 during the show from noon to 2 p.m. live or anytime, 24-7, you can call 877-726-8255 and record a question. We'll be happy to answer it. Thank you. This is Layla Mutin, R.D., I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.